I mentioned earlier uh, what I'd like to do over the next 20 or so minutes is try to somehow convey or, or give a better understanding what the average Japanese Christian is thinking. I know if I was involved in someone's ministry and they lived in a, a faraway land and in a different sort of culture with different religions and, and there really was not a whole lot of, uh, of things that I knew about their daily life, that's what I'd want to hear. And I'd want to, I'd, I'd want to hear about it through scripture. So I'll try and make it simple, we'll keep it to three or four points. Unless I get a special leading, then we could be here till one or two o'clock. But um, probably that won't happen. Pastor was sharing with me that the, the mic this morning has all, all only been set to go for 30 minutes. First of all, uh, just to, to be able to remember a little bit easier, the average Japanese Christian, the, the folks I know would stand before you and the thing that they'd want you to know and understand is discovering the creator means everything. Discovering about the Creator and meeting the Creator of the universe changed everything. If you'll just glance with me real quickly to, to Romans chapter 1. And I just read from let's see, let's do Romans 1 beginning with verse 19. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. When we open up the Word of God to, to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, the very first thing that the Holy Spirit chose to introduce to us in the Word of God, to introduce, us, introduce to us about God, was that in the beginning, God created. And because He created, it indicates and it's obvious that he had a specific plan. He had a plan to create the universe, a plan to create each and every one of us. I was thinking this morning uh, about God creating us and, and the passion that he had to share with us. And I was also thinking as a dad, I have three children. My oldest lives in Washington, D.C., works for the Department of Justice. My second daughter lives in San Diego, California. If I could find some way to transfer all the Japanese to San Diego, California, 
I think I'd like to, to do ministry in San Diego, California. She's a registered dietitian there. My son Titus also lives in San Diego. He's getting ready to do a, a music tour um, through the East Coast. He's also a photographer. He seeks after souls and he's a discipler. And, and I, was, I was thinking, you know, all three of my children are pursuing their passion. A, a special passion, a special bent that God has given to each one of my kids because that's what he does. He creates us. And for each and every one of us, including me, including you, he's created a special plan. And he's able to provide and direct so that you can pursue that special passion that you have as you walk this life. And I really hope that there's no one here that doesn't have a passion for God and also doesn't have a passion that God specifically given them to serve God, to worship Him. There's a special joy that, that, that can only be experienced through pursuing that passion that God has given us. For the average Japanese, they've grown up not knowing who God is because there's many gods that are presented to them. There's a saying in, in, in Japan, Yaoyarazu no Kami, 800 million gods. Everything is worshipped as a god almost. There's believed to be a spirit, an entity almost in, in, in every, everything that, that, that they would see in their daily lives. Although Genesis 1.1 says God in the beginning God created, there's no concept of being created in the average Japanese heart. But what they have done is they've exchanged the glory of a creator God for a created being or something that's been created by man. And their, their foolish hearts have been darkened, Paul says in, in Romans chapter 1. And as that process continues, literally, you have businessmen, businesswomen, Teachers, professionals, farmers, children, grandmas and grandpas that stand before man-made idols. They stand before rocks. They stand before different sculpted images that do look like birds or, or reptiles or what their concept of who a god would be. And they dedicate their lives to this man-made entity. So what does that produce? It produces a darkened heart. It produces a life that although there may be many pursuits, and it may have many beautiful parts to the culture, there is absolutely no peace or hope of their life meaning anything more than just being a part of the puzzle, a piece of the puzzle, a, a piece of the, of the chain. And their greatest desire is not to stand out, not to cause shame, not to cause, uh, in Japanese it's called meiwaku, not to cause a problem for those that would be important to them. 
to, to dishonor their position in life, to dishonor their family. It's literally an existence where you're trying not to get in trouble. You're trying not to, to mess up. When I began studying Japanese way back in 1986, I started in kindergarten. As I began studying Japanese, my Japanese teacher, her name was Noriko Iguchi. And she became a Christian in high school. And I asked her to, to share with me her testimony. And she gave me a, a real impressive testimony for the very reason was that the first time that she heard the gospel, she became a Christian. It may be years, it may be dozens of years, it may be months of, of being evangelized, of hearing testimonies of ups and downs before a Japanese will even consider something beyond the deep roots of Buddhism and Shintoism that they've been encased in for centuries. But Noriko became a Christian the first time she heard the gospel as a high school student. I asked her why. She said, when I heard that there was a God who had created me and had a plan for my life, I wanted that. That was totally different than anything I'd ever heard or imagined. But idols darken our hearts. And idols do not bring peace. They bring agony. They bring despair. There's no hope of a, an afterlife of eternity with a God that loves us. A God who, who is, is, is washed over us during our lifetime and will walk with us from eternity. There's just a hope of dying, maybe going through many different life cycles, and in the end, hopefully, becoming one or none with the universe. The Japanese Christian would say to you, discovering that there was a God, an almighty God that created me and has a plan for my life, literally changed everything. The second thing that they would want you to know is that there truly is freedom and joy in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Not through religion, but only through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You say, well, why Jesus Christ? Well, I'm sure not many of you say that, but let's just say that, that you have that, that thought that comes up. And the answer would be in Colossians, it'd be throughout all of Scripture, that all things were created by the Son of God, created for Him, by Him. And to actually have a, a daily relationship, to know that the top guy in the whole universe that created everything has a personal interest in me, wants to walk with me 
loves me, even though he knows all the cruddy stuff, that's life-changing. And what it brings is an ability to really have freedom and to really have joy. Not by meeting someone's expectations. Not by adjusting our outward appearance or adjusting our words or adjusting our lifestyle to, to set a particular tenet of a religion. But there's a joy and freedom by being accepted and loved by the Creator God, by Jesus Christ. John 17.3, if you would turn with me really quickly to the Gospel of John. using my iPhone this morning. I'm hoping no more sports scores come up while I'm trying to search the scriptures here. There we go. John 17, 3. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. There's many more people that, that know the ins and outs of, of Koine Greek, much more than I do, but I do know that this particular form of knowing God is, is, is the deepest and most intimate way that we can know someone. It's intimacy. And eternal life is intimacy to know Jesus Christ. Several months ago, um, I, I've been back in the States now for almost seven weeks, so, so I, I go back seven weeks. And almost daily, I had been in a several month wave of seeing God work in just absolutely a, a miraculous way. Among some of those experiences was being contacted one morning early on Sunday morning, maybe 5.30 in the morning. And there was a little note that, from, from someone I'd never heard of, didn't even know if it was spam, but it was just a question. Would it be okay if I came to church this morning and what time does your church start? So I figured, well, that's not such so bad spam. So returned and, and gave the time and said, certainly you'd be most welcome to, to come. And a, a lady in her mid-40s showed up to church that morning. It turns out that, that she had been watching and listening to some of our recorded broadcasts that we have on our, our church website. There's probably nothing... I would guess there's probably nothing more effective that you do as a church here than simply putting the church messages, the videos of the services, and what's happening in those services out on the airwaves. Because people from all over the world, at any time, at their own convenience, can access that 
And it might be a time that God has their hearts very open to, to listen to that. This lady listened to those. And God began working in her heart and she wanted to come to church. And she came to church. And over the next few months, we shared the simple truths that absolutely never change and are so wonderful of being created by God, but being loved by God. And there, and there was nothing that she had done. She couldn't think of something bad enough to do that would disqualify her from receiving grace and forgiveness from God. And it wasn't much more than a month or so later. I asked her to, to, to kneel down on the floor and, and we were going to accept Christ as, as her Savior. And I started to kneel. Was hit with a leg cramp in the old hammy. So I stood up real quick, walked around, and then tried it again. And we prayed to receive Christ. She had become a nurse maybe eight or nine years ago. And she began studying scripture. But remember, she's a Japanese. And she's been raised to do what? Not to stand out. Not to cause shame and dishonor. Not to cause a turbulence in her family. And right before she was going to be baptized, she was ready to quit. Not because she didn't believe in God. Not because she didn't believe in heaven. Not because she didn't believe the Bible. But because there was just a demonic, empowering force of hundreds and hundreds of years of don't choose God. Choose a horizontal relationship over God. Because that's what's important. Because it affects your daily life. And she had a conversation with my wife and several of the sisters in the church. And she decided to go ahead and get baptized. And she gave her testimony at our church. And it was stunning. To hear how God over the years had worked in her heart. And she'd met a missionary many years ago. And he'd, he'd left a thought in her mind. And that, and that was... He'd showed her a pen. And he said, you know, Miwa, this pen just didn't happen to be. Someone created it. Right before she contacted us, she'd been sitting looking out at the ocean, and she remembered that thought. There's got to be more to life than this. After she accepted Christ, which is just several months ago, she took me to see her brother who was in a mental institution. She started sharing Christ. She went back. She, she's contacted me on, on, on multiple occasions asking for more discipleship, for, for an ability to, to handle scriptures, to be able to share with more of her friends. Because God's given her a passion to serve people. Now she gets to serve people through Jesus Christ. Therefore, serving Jesus Christ. And she has more joy than she ever dreamed of. A young man named Tiger, which I, I've mentioned here before. No, I'm not talking about the golfer. Tiger saw the church that it, on our church there's a, a cross, a 3D cross that was painted by members of the congregation right here. He worked at a local convenience store, walked by there every day. When he was searching in his heart, 
He stopped by. We introduced him to Jesus Christ, to, to the Creator God, and his life changed. Tiger's going to be picking me up at the airport late Tuesday night in a city not too far from where we live. And I'm going to get to hear how God's worked in his life over the last month and a half. And I'm excited about that. Tiger has found a new joy because he has a passion that God has given him. Actually, to be an engineer, to be a designer. But it's so different now that he's serving God. Wherever he goes, he's serving God and worshiping God. So they would say to you, there's freedom and joy in Jesus Christ that I could not get through religion. I'd also say number three, they'd say, you know, Christian fellowship, friendship in Christ, the church is everything to me. That almost sounds legalistic. That almost sounds like, oh my goodness, what? So no family life? No, no friends? How are you going to evangelize if you're never with them? Because when you become a Christian in Japan, you're going to be ostracized through, by some level, to some level, by your friends. It's going to cause fights within the family initially. And you're going to be thought to be a traitor to your family initially. The fact that there are brothers and sisters in Christ, not only nearby, but throughout the world that are praying for you and hearing and, and, and praying for you daily and, and, and you're studying the scripture and there's other people that are walking the same walk with you and, and trying to serve Christ and, and to sing to Christ and to study scriptures. There's a joy in that that is, oh, that's why Christ had the church. It's not a solo journey. To be able to struggle together, to be able to have joy together, to be able to be sad together, to experience not only the failures, but, but the successes, but to do it together in Jesus Christ, that's just a little taste of heaven. And in Japan, in most cases, that's all you've got. You're going into the battlefield when you walk out the church door. You can't go home and relax now and... That's where the battle starts. It's like the church is, is an oasis. There's a, a lady that, that has a daughter that, that's fought every addiction possible. Has been in every lifestyle possible. Is just miserable. And she's miser she acts miserable to her mom and, and, and her dad. But her mom has prayed for her and served her for many years. But when her mom comes to church, she's totally depleted. And she sits out there and she just sucks in the Word of God and worship and fellowship. There's not many days during the week that she's going to stop by the, the entryway into our house and say, just two minutes, please pray for me just two minutes. And then she charges back out to serve God. That's together. That's church fellowship. That's church. And then lastly, they might not say this, but this is what I would say. There's an investment. There's an investment that needs to be made and one that you're making. Even from afar, 
You can pray specifically. And I know if, if you aren't on our prayer letter list, please sign up. We have a place to sign up back there. My wife puts together a wonderful journal each month with videos and, and, and captions and, and, and explanations of how God's working in our midst. And by reading that and praying for them, God does work, especially through your prayers. Some of you are financially supporting us, and you're financially supporting the church, and the church is financially supporting what we're doing there in Shimonoseki and some of our projects. That's huge. Philippians 4. I'm sure you know this, but just in case you've forgotten, I want to close with Philippians 4, 16 through 18. Here's what Paul says. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Ephrodite the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. I really want you to know, it's not just our ministry, or whatever ministry, whatever you're giving to in the name of Jesus Christ, in, the, in this ministry, that is a fragrance to God, an acceptable fragrance to God, and it's being put to your account, your spiritual account. You really do join in what God is doing in Shimonoseki as you give of your time and your offerings and your prayers. You really are part of the team. Some go. Some support. Hopefully all pray. And I plead with you to please continue to do that and understand that God is using you in his wonders there in Shimonoseki. After 30 some years in Japan, in Shimonoseki, I'd have to say, and I'll just make the announcement here, that I'm ready to get started. <laughs> I'm ready to get started. There are so many doors that are open we feel like we've been trained, we've been honed, we're, we're ready to go. We understand a little bit of Japan, a little bit of Japanese. We have a lot of the disciples and, and, and a church there that wants to reach out. You know, there's, what, 2,500 Japanese a day that die. 0.4% of the population of Japan is Christians. You understand the problem. You understand the need. We have the privilege to take Jesus Christ to Japan and see God create in them a new life. Thank you, and it's a pleasure to be part of your team as well. We hope you've enjoyed today's message. If you would like to know more about Bethesda Church, you can check us out on the web by going to our website, which is Bethesda M 
bethesdamb.org. That's Bethesda, M as in Mary, B as in boy.org. Or check us out on Facebook by searching for Bethesda Church of Huron. Have a blessed day.